This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 343. Should I invest in real estate? Part two by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. And I am Dan, your host, and this is where I read to you from some of the best blogs on personal finance. And now let's hear today's post as we optimize your life. Should I Invest in Real Estate? Part two by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. Real estate myth number three. I can always leverage this house or take advantage of the tax savings. This is effectively two myths in one, but they both boil down to one idea. People think they can make money by investing in real estate. I'm talking about leverage and tax savings, and both can cause you to lose money. Leverages. So many homeowners point to leverage as a key benefit to their real estate investment. For example, you can put $20,000 down for a $100,000 house. And if the house climbs to 120,000, you've effectively doubled your money. That sounds great, but it's ignoring one big thing. The price of a house doesn't always increase. So unfortunately, leverage can work against you if the price goes down. Obviously, when the value of your house rises, then that's good, but there are hidden costs to consider if the value of your house falls. If your house declines by 10%, you don't just lose 10% of your equity. It's more like 20% once you factor in the 6% in realtor's fees, closing costs, new furniture, and other expenses. You need to be prepared to face this potential loss before you drop several hundred thousand dollars on a new house. Tax savings. People think that they can deduct their mortgage interest from their taxes and save a bunch of money. Though you can deduct your mortgage interest, people forget that they're saving money that they ordinarily would never have spent. Think about it. The amount you pay out owning a house is much higher than you would for any rental when you include all those phantom payments that I mentioned. So even though you'll certainly save money on your mortgage interest through tax breaks, the net is usually a loss. As Patrick Kilalea of Patrick.net says, you don't get rich spending a dollar to save 30 cents. At the end of the day, both leverages and the tax breaks you get from buying a house just aren't good enough reasons to justify investing in real estate. So when is a good time to buy a house? Real estate myth number four. If I cut back on enough avocado toast, I can afford a house. Just stop it, right now. When you should actually buy a house. Warning, this is going to get a little bit complicated. To know exactly when the right time is to purchase a house involves a lot of analytics and hours slaving over spreadsheets and a beautiful mind-style chalkboard equations. You ready? Here's when you should actually buy a house. When it's right for you. No, really, it's actually kind of simple because the fact is there isn't a right time that fits everyone. Your invisible script is going to tell you that you should buy a house after college or when you're ready to start a family when the truth is the right time is as different for you as it is for the next guy. There might not ever be a right time and that's okay too. However, if you are genuinely interested in investing in real estate, I do suggest you do a lot of research before you jump into anything. Here are a few great resources I recommend if you're thinking about buying a house. One, The Bogleheads Guide to Investing. This is a great website filled with a lot of helpful advice regarding all things investing, including real estate. It's inspired by the teachings and philosophies of Jack Bogle, the founder of Vanguard. Two, in the long run, sleep at home and invest in the stock market. This is the seminal article from the New York Times on why we underestimate phantom costs like insurance, inflation, and taxes. Note the haunting story at the end. Three, fixed rate versus adjustable rate an article I wrote a while back examining why people still take the risky route when purchasing a house. And you can find that by searching for fixed rate versus adjustable rate 
on my blog, IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. In the end, purchasing real estate might be right for you and it might not, but do not make the largest decision of your financial life because it's something you should do. What you should invest in. In general, buying real estate is not a great investment for individuals. Instead, I recommend conservatively investing in the stock market via index funds. By investing in sensible long-term investments, you'll have a balanced portfolio that'll earn you thousands well into your life. And the sooner you start, the easier it is to get rich. This isn't BS either. There's over 100 years of evidence in the stock market that suggests this. Still don't believe me? Let's look at another real-world example. Say you're 25 years old and you decide to invest $500 a month in a low-cost, diversified index fund. If you do that until you're 60, how much money do you think you'd have? $1,116,612.89. That's right, you'd be a millionaire after only investing a few thousand dollars per year. Notice, I'm not talking about the Hollywood type of investing where hotshot stockbrokers make huge multi-million dollar trades while yelling sell into a phone for some reason. I said you should invest in low-cost, diversified index funds over time. That's because smart investments are about consistency more than anything else, not chasing hot stocks or other weird investments. Only through smart investments can you live a rich life. You just listened to part two of the post titled, Should I Invest in Real Estate? by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. It's no secret that something always comes up when you're running a small business. It's time to take the pain out of payroll benefits and HR and put the joy back in running your business with Gusto. Gusto's payroll and HR services can make it a little easier. Gusto was designed for you, the small business owner. They take the pain out of running a business, automatically calculating paychecks, filing payroll taxes, setting up open enrollment. Gusto does it all. Want more? Time tracking, health insurance, 401k, onboarding, commuter benefits, offer letters, access to HR experts. You get the idea. With Gusto, you can focus on the joy of running your business. It's super easy to set up and get started. And if you're moving from another provider, Gusto can transfer all your data for you. It's no surprise 94% of customers are likely to recommend Gusto. 94. Here's the best part. Because you're a listener, you get three months totally free. All you have to do is go to gusto.com slash OFD. Again, that's gusto.com slash OFD. I'm telling you, you're gonna love Gusto. Get started today. And that does it for episode 343 of Optimal Finance Daily. On behalf of our team here at OLD, we appreciate you listening each and every day. Thanks so much. And I'll be back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.